Forensics Lab, crime fighting in Afghanistan gets a boost. School visit, two Medal of Honor recipients drop in on an elementary school. Gridiron surprise, a soldier returns to a happy homecoming. Welcome to DoD News Now, I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. We'll have those stories in a moment, but first, an update on the search for a pilot missing following last week's jet collision in the Western Pacific Ocean. The Navy announced it has identified Lieutenant Nathan Pulaski as a missing F-A-18C Hornet aviator. The 26-year-old is presumed deceased. Last Friday, Lieutenant Pulaski and another Hornet aircraft collided during routine flight operations. The other pilot was located and received medical attention. The cause of the incident remains under investigation. The Regional Support Command helped stand up Afghanistan's new forensics lab. Staff Sergeant Josh Lovely shows us how this high-tech facility will boost crime-fighting efforts there. When you think of the hit TV show CSI, you think of constant chaos in the workplace. That isn't the case for U.S. forces helping to stand up Afghanistan's second largest forensics lab. Captain Cato, the Regional Support Command West Logistics Officer, explains the process behind catching criminals. The lab itself is going to source criminal evidence. What they're going to do is they're going to analyze it here because they have ballistics, fingerprints, Domex, which is information awareness, and they also have a chemistry lab, which is what we're in now. Once they analyze those bits and pieces, they're going to send it out to the Ministry of Interior, to the Afghan local police, and cops work with all the different police functions out here as well as coalition forces to bring whoever they can to the Department of Justice here in Afghanistan. Colonel Marifat, the forensics lab director, says this lab will dramatically decrease the time it takes to process the evidence and return it back to the appropriate department. I really appreciate the National Committee, especially the U.S. forces, because without their cooperation and help, we cannot work in Afghanistan. They have helped us a lot. Without their support, our mission will be even more difficult. We are looking forward to their support in the future, too. This lab marks a high point between coalition partners, especially international funding and support for Afghanistan. This lab marks another high point within the Ministry of Interior to say that we have the capabilities to self-sustain and we have the capabilities for further Department of Justice actions within the regions themselves. My favorite part of coming out here to the actual lab itself is seeing the support from Kabul, the support from international partners, and the support from the coalition to actually functioning and building something, a support network here out in Herat for the Ministry of Interior so they can stand on their own. The best thing about this is actually seeing it happen. Reporting from Herat, Afghanistan, I'm Army Staff Sergeant Josh Lovely. Commander-in-Chief Barack Obama will travel Wednesday to MacDill Air Force Base in Florida, headquarters of U.S. Central Command, for briefings from top commanders. Before he leaves on that trip, he'll present the Medal of Honor to Army Command Sergeant Major Benny Atkins and posthumously to Army Specialist 4 Donald Sloat for conspicuous gallantry. That ceremony will take place today at the White House. Two Medal of Honor recipients made a grand entrance via Black Hawk helicopters at a school in East Tennessee Friday. Staff Sergeant Ty Carter and retired Sergeant First Class Leroy Petrie visited Knoxville's Sacred Heart Elementary. They gathered in the gym with students to share their stories. Sergeant Petrie lost a hand during a battle in Afghanistan when he tried to pick up a live grenade. He said he loves to be around other honorees. Uh, they're my heroes and they're now my family. So it's. I'm humbled every time, and I love spending time with him. Sergeant Peacher received his Medal of Honor in 2011. Sergeant Carter received his award in August of 2013. A soldier recently surprised his family on the gridiron. Sergeant Adam Boss's wife and daughter thought they would be recording a message for him on the field during halftime at the BYU-Houston game last Thursday. But when the announcer called Sergeant Boss's name, he appeared. 
Sergeant Boss served with the Utah National Guard's 142nd Military Intelligence Battalion in Afghanistan. Be sure to check out the DoD Facebook page for a cool pic of a U.S. Navy diver waving the kids while diving in the National Aquarium during the Baltimore Star Spangled Spectacular. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Sergeant Adam Ross. Keep it right here for the latest in DoD news.